Welcome to Second Cherry, almost a Eurovision podcast. This week, we're in Lithuania. Hello, and welcome to Second Cherry. I'm Matt. And I'm Monty. This is the podcast that revives the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. Each week, we take you through a different country's national final and pick the song we think deserves a second chance. A second bite of the cherry. And at the end of the series, you, the listeners, you vote for your favourites. And at our live event, we crown the winner of the Second Cherry Song Contest. Hello, Matt. Hello again, Monty. How are you? Doing good since yeah. the last drink that we poured, which was five minutes ago in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't give away the secrets of us recording two episodes at once. I mean, recording two episodes at once means that we don't have anything in our sacks. No. We've already emptied them for you, our dear listeners. <laughs> Listener, at least. <laughs> We've got more than one. We do, yeah, we do. Yeah, look at all those people that wrote in last week. That's true. That yeah. was over a long period of time, because we do. Cause uh-huh. we... <laughs> but yes, you will, will get instructions. Instructions? No, you will there get will the be op- instructions. You get the opportunity to contact <laughs> us at the end of the show. You will write in. <laughs> <laughs> but where are we this week, Matt? Actually, we're in Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Country that's kind of like gets under our skin a little bit. We, you know, looking back to the dark days of the 40 show national final that went on for months and months. God, forever. (laughs) It was a relatively respectable five shows this time. Two heats, two semi-finals and a final. 30 songs in total. They were held throughout the end of January, 21st, 28th of January for the heats, 4th and 11th of February for the semi-finals, and the final on the 18th of February. All held in the LRT studios in Vilnius. And, of course, the Lithuanian selection is known as Pabandomishnaya. We go again, or let's try again. <laughs> and they do, don't they, yeah. bless them? Bless them. There's none of this kind of moaning about, you know, we did terribly. Like, you know, the United Kingdom was wont to do. But, you know, it's just, yeah, we'll go pick ourselves up. We'll give it another go and we'll see what happens. I think it's the right attitude to have when... Uh, but, you know, when you don't have a big budget. And the Lithuanian team, you know, which we know, we talk to them... Um, they know exactly where they sit in things and what they have to do to get the best out of the the songs. So, um, yeah, good. It was a long slog, though, because there were 30 songs. So we had 15 songs in each of the first two heats. Whittled down to 10. Then they were whittled down again to 10 finalists. So it's quite quite long-winded. It is. And also you get to know the result of the shows as you go along. Yes, so the element of surprise is not necessarily there by the end. Yeah, so when it comes to the final, you kind of have two favourites, or two, you know, you're going to be up against each other, and that's it. Having said that, though, I do think that there was a bit of a surprise winner. Um, Surprise? Kind of, yeah. Well, I have to say, when I first heard Monica's song, In the Heat, it kind of passed me by, and then by the time she got to the final, it had undergone fairly significant revamp, you know, in what she was wearing, how it was presented on stage, and also, you know, bringing in, in the which really elevated yeah. I was kind of like how did I miss this song before and then I went back and realised oh it's pretty much a different song I mean it was a last minute change I think I can say this I'm going to say it anyway <laughs> is that um, I think uh, she sort of rang the show and, like last minute 
might have even been the night before. I could be making that. I think it was it was really last minute saying I've got a new arrangement. I, I can't. It's much better. I have to do it this way. And they're like, well, you haven't got time to rehearse it. So if you want, it's up to you. What do you want to do? Should, no, absolutely. This new version is 100% better. I would much rather risk it with little rehearsal and just go out there and do it. And probably wow. paid off. <laughs> absolutely. It was fourth in the semi-final. 110 points it qualified with. And in the final, it came 11th, just missing out on that top 10 place. I thought this was... Uh, top 10 I thought this was a dark horse when I heard it in that final because I was like wow that's come from nowhere and it's good yeah and you know she sang it perfectly the choir was just perfection you know the backing singers can really elevate your song you've got to think about these things yeah great song this year let's have a listen to it it ain't easy to love someone like me Monica there with Stay, the Lithuanian Eurovision entry for 2023. But what about the rest of the national final? Well, let's give it a whirl. Song number one. We're going to start with Like a Movie by Beatrick. Was it like a movie for you? Well, it's a little bit of a rock number, and far be it from me to project any kind of sexuality onto a person. But <laughs> this is pretty sapphic, yeah. I thought. Yeah, she's wearing a little harness on top of her quite busy blouse, actually. <laughs> a busy blouse. Yeah. I liked it. She's got a bit of attitude here. Um, she's, um, you know, she's she's realizing that the person that she's singing about is uh, she's you're not my happy ever after. But there's something about the person that is dragging her in and to them. And she says, um, what does she say? She says, uh, yep, yeah, I know that I'll never get over it, but it's you that I'm under tonight. Okay. Saucy. Sex positive. Yeah. You get it, girl. Absolutely, yeah. Go out and, yeah, be a bit of a get me girl. <laughs> <laughs> Good, as is your right. I do think um, she's a great showwoman. Like, it, she's performing this exactly how she needs to perform mm. this. But it is a quite a middle-of-the-road pop rock song. I have to say it's very Americana sort of sounding. The vocal is near perfect. And I think that, that, that she says a lot, considering she is jumping around stage. It is a rock number. And considering how difficult Lithuania is attracting its talent, its um, top talent from the charts in Lithuania, I think she's just taken it as a great showcase. You know, she's she's gone, well, you know, I'm me, I'm good at what I do, and she is, and she's there doing it. So it's a great showcase for her. 
I think she'll be pleased with her third place. Third place? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Good good placing for this song. Lots of energy in the performance. And so, yeah, I like that. Beatrix there. Uh, second song is called Spanai, which means wings, by Isenso. Matt, this is a little kind of popera song, isn't it? Like four piece, very formally dressed. Yeah, yeah, a bit different for Lithuania. Weird that you can say that about Lithuania, but <laughs> this is a, a bit different for what they normally send. Uh, it didn't start as strong as you would have liked from singers of this caliber. I think it was just a little bit slow off the blocks in the final, but it's beautifully nuanced performance. Some gorgeous little moments, interactions between the four singers on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two men, two women. Yeah, and uh, from a Eurovision perspective, I'd say it kind of has similar sensibilities to a Balkan ballad um, in the way that it's kind of full of emotion and earnest and telling a story. I think with a competition like this and this national selection, with lots of pop and, like we said, pop rock and that sort of sound, it feels out of place almost, which for me isn't right because it's a lovely song sung really well. But something like this, it's one of those, it really sits on the outside of everything that's around it. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. For me personally, I like the song, I like the performance, and then I moved on. Um, where did it come in the end? It was 10th like... in the final, yeah. last in the final. Plummeted from third in the, in the semi-final. Oh, so it really just goes to show that, you know, what you put the songs up against and how things are, are performed. This is not the kind of song that I would normally like, but I really, really like this. There's something there's some really lovely about the melody. To The words are a bit nonsense. I sort of looked them up. It was kind of like, you know, nature and rain and bollocks like that. <laughs> so there's not much to it. But um, yeah, it's a really, it's a very classy performance you know obviously with the you know the more formal style of singing um more classical style of singing um but yeah i don't really like i say i don't like this kind of music but i did quite like il volo in the end and you know there are essences of that in this so maybe i like it more than i like to let on (laughs) so number three then is paulina with let me think about me Electro pop vibe. What do you, what do you think? Mm, a little bit sassy as well, isn't mm. it? Yeah, I quite like this. Um, there's some strobe lighting effects, which I think is quite effective in the chorus. That you know really makes it stand out on stage, um, and some huge vocals here as well. Um, it might be might have been better with somebody who's a slightly bigger 
or better vocalist. Now, there's nothing wrong with her vocals. She pulls them off really well. But it's the kind of song that has a, such a big chorus. Well, I've got in my notes, it's a difficult song to sing. Yeah. This absolutely. isn't easy. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that song, I just want to be part of your symphony. Do, do, do. I can't remember what it's called, um, but it was yeah. a huge hit um, here. And there's something about the way the chorus kind of sweeps in mm. that reminds me of that. So, yeah, she's... um. You know, she's again, she's in a relationship and she's, you know, reflecting, you know, this isn't the paradise that, you know, it, we thought it might be. It's fading. Um, so, you know, I need to think about me. Um, you know, I want to talk about it. Maybe, but I don't want to talk about it with you. So she's kind of knows that she needs to get away and, you know, let it all out, you know, maybe to her girlfriends. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, big, big, big chorus, and I, I like this. Mm, bit of self care for her, good for her. I, I think just FYI, like the performance, um, and the stage in the way it's staged, it actually really shows off how well the production team have done in the studio, um, for LRT the broadcaster because it kind of it's really it's there's nothing innovative about what they do on stage, but it's perfectly executed like you said there was strobe lighting at the right moments there was this gorgeous purple lighting the just just the general lot how she's lit in the in the verses and stuff it's the staging is perfection they've got it down kind of really you know well practiced uh, she came fifth which makes me think so middle song middle of the road middle of the pack that's about right for me i think i think she's a competent singer like you said but that's not an easy song to sing it was all over the place the song was all over the place and she kept up with it really well i think the next song is called so low as in so low as in low height rather than solo as in just me <laughs> and it's by ruta moore Thoughts on Ruta? Well, this is a song that really got everybody talking. If you like a bit of 80s nostalgia, then Ruta Moore is mm. your woman. This is a gloriously deep voiced, very electronic 80s song. You know, very kind of, you know, early 80s. She sounds a little bit like Alison Moyet she in does. the depth of the voice and the quality of it. And I mean, this is lesbian gloriousness. You know, in uh, an enormous Stetson and a London <laughs> phone box. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says 80s to me like a phone box. Doctor Who and, I don't know, London calling was very 80s, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, she was the favourite going in until Monica made that last minute change, actually, to her song in the final hour. Yeah, I, I, I really love this. You know, this gorgeous 80s lesbian. I just had Dead or Alive kind of feel to it. But you're right. It's, it's, it's very Alison Moyer, mm. you said. Um, and I think that's to her credit, actually, that she's, she's pulling that off. Um, not an easy thing to do. I want more of this at national finals. I want more 80s. I want more women doing their own thing in unconventional fashion, beauty standards, all that sort of stuff. She's just doing her thing in a Stetson. Why not? In a phone box. Why not? Uh, it's just got personality and uh, gorgeous voice, stage to the hill, 
And um, I want I wanted to come back again and do more of the same. The only thing about it is it's a little bit static. You know, Ruta doesn't move around the stage, and I think that's to her credit. I think, you know, if you can pull off dancing, pull it off. If you can't pull off dancing, don't even try. There's some dancers who are on roller skates who are around her, and I think they're trying to sort of, you know, give a bit of sense of movement to the song so it doesn't just feel static. But I think they're absolutely right to keep Ruta rooted. Let's see what I did there. Rooted to the spot during the song. Um, So that would be maybe my only um, quibble that it's, it is, there isn't necessarily a lot going on to look at. And I think it's a little bit superfluous to put the roller skaters in there. Um, A lovely shot at the end where she's got some rainbow wings, uh, like against the backdrop behind her. It's quite sad though. I mean, it's about kind of that realization, you know, of somebody, you know, will never be yours. Um, And this is a very common theme in in pop songs. There's a gorgeous Kate Bush song called Never Be Mine, which is about that sense of, you know, you're never going to be with the person in reality. You're just going to be with the, the dream of them. But this is so sad. I mean, you know, she's saying you love be mine. You rip my heart. You rip my soul. You rip my gut. I'm feeling so alone. Oh, God. It's like, wow. It's absolutely tortured. We've all been there. Mm. Thankfully, she's not alone. Or she wasn't. I found a lovely article from a magazine where uh, she was stepping out and showing off her new lover uh, that she'd been with. And so it was nice to see um, them together. Uh, a same-sex pairing. Um, you know, and it's great to see her representing her sexuality in such a visual way on the stage as well. The fifth song that we have is by our perennial favourite, Gebrassi, who's singing Saw Your Ghost. Negobras is a regular feature in the Lithuanian national final. He, you're quite a fan, aren't you? I am. I judge him by completely different standards to everyone else, which is actually really unfair to him. Um, but the reason why I do is because uh, he's. I just think he's an exceptional songwriter. He came sixth in the semi, so he didn't make it to the final. Uh, he was just one place out of, of the qualifying. I would say this is sort of diminishing returns in terms of every song that he puts in for himself. And remember, he writes other songs. That, uh, you know, previous years especially, I think it's like six songs or something ridiculous. So he's he's prolific. And I wonder whether it's kind of diminishing returns because this is okay. You know, um, it's a good song. Nothing we need to complain about. Um, it's just middle of the road. And I just, I, I think I'm a fan and he just needs to keep trying for sure because it's just, there's there's something there with him. He's got talent. The lyrics, um, the first line is, uh, slow down, I'm trying to pick you up. I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then I read the next line, it says, from the ground. It's like, pick, pick you up from the ground, not pick you up. I said, you know, have a casual fling with you. Um, but um, it's, um, again, quite sad. It's, um, you know, he's talking about, you know, I wanted to hold you close, but I still can't throw away your clothes. And I'm like, oh, my God, it really is. There is a ghost in the song. There is somebody who's, you know, cocked it. It's quite sad. So it's not saw your ghost like saw with a... 
<laughs> saw in half. <laughs> I see you. I see the ghost. I saw the ghost. That's a strange <laughs> way of interpreting the title. <laughs> Look, it's the Lithuanian national final. Anything goes. This is true. This is true. We've had drag queens smashing watermelons before, so, <laughs> you know, anything really does go. It's... I, I don't really have a note about the song. I quite like the melody of it. Um, but again, it's not really that kind of song that's ever going to make a huge impact. But I, I do like Abrassi. I do quite like to see what he brings. One year, I hope he really gives us a belter of a song. Because I think, you know, he is somebody who should get to Eurovision. I think if he does, it will be written for somebody else. Not any shade on his voice his voice is perfectly fine I think it's a very specific type of voice and a specific type of song suits not sure in the bombast of a national final he's going to get votes like I don't know I could be wrong but I think his way into Eurovision is songwriting we've got a couple of honorary mentions that we want to do the first one I will do which is Alan Chico and a song called Do You uh, which is not the question not like I want to do you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have to see the performance of it. I mean, Alan's been in and given us some striking performances, and this is no um, this is no exception. He's started reading an enormous like book of fairy tales, sat in a blonde wig, a long blonde wig, um, and then the outer garment which he's wearing gets stripped off to this kind of blue sort of bodice and trouser suit it's quite um it's quite queer yeah again quite a big brave step for lithuania but yeah just a, a mention just go and have a look at it online we don't think it's a competitive song in fact it didn't even get through to the final um but go and have a look at it on youtube it's definitely worth 3 minutes of your time just very quickly what i liked was uh was uh, used to with uh, Need More Fun. And um, she's, um, well, she's got backing dancers with like these <laughs> uh, 1920s housewife, uh, I don't know what, you said, Jackie O type? Well, I thought it was more 50s, like 50s. a house uh, headscarf with um, glasses on. It was a bit Jackie Onassis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just look, at it's, 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 it's Need More Fun. And I think it probably did need a bit more fun. It, it had, um, it was almost there. But uh, worth worth going back and looking at it. Uh, check it out, but uh, not one for the podcast. Yes, absolutely. A visual performance, so go and have a check out of that as well. So, there are our songs. What is going to be the Lithuanian Cherry? Find out after this. Matt and Monty's Good Thing of the Week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good, that is. So, as you know, this is our part of the podcast where we just want to reflect on something positive that's been happening among the fandom and i mean we have extolled the virtues of liverpool so much but since we were last with you the ebu has released a a bit of an impact report on the contest this year and it's just really impressive reading um i think what stands out for me is the number of people who went to liverpool 500,000 people visited Liverpool during the two weeks of Eurovision, which is five times more than the visitors they expected. No wonder it was bloody difficult to get a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, this was the same sort of time that if there were international visitors... 
they'd be going to London and especially for the coronation of King Charles. So, like, that's they're impressive figures. Absolutely. And I think as well as the, you know, the number of people there, it's also the impact on the local economy. Because remember, the city only put two million in. You know, there's a big return into the local economy from this. I think what is great, though, is um, that they got, you know, a really good, healthy um, TV viewing figure, um, particularly in the young bracket, the, the bracket of 15 to 24 year olds, who would not normally engage with TV. 53.5% of TV viewers in that age bracket were watching Eurovision during that time. Four times higher than the channels that Eurovision was broadcast on would normally get uh, during that time slot. Uh, so it's really important, I think, that the, you know, the contest is really reaching and engaging younger fans. It seems to be pulling them... I mean, we, we don't know the devices they watched it on, but it seems to pull them away from the phones and away from YouTube and stuff, and it's more linear TV where we watch it like like yeah. we do in broadcast. Yeah, That's really interesting. Great streaming numbers as well. I mean, you know, Lorraine, 144 million streams across all platforms. Marco Mangoni, 139 million streams. Um, Alessandra, 114 million. Garia, 79 million. Really, really good numbers there. Even May Muller is in the top 10 streams, you know, even though she came 25th. You know, 24 million streams. That is pretty good going, you know, and just, it's brilliant. It's all up there on Eurovision.tv, but, you you know, hats off to the Eurovision.tv comms team. We know a few of the people who work uh, in that team. And just, yeah, just brilliant. You know, not just the comms, but the whole impact as well. It's really, really nice to see that. Matt and Monty's good thing of the week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good, that is. All that's left then is for us to let you know the song that we've selected. We picked for the Lithuanian Cherry at this year's live show. Monty, do you want to tell us what the song is? It is Solo by Rutimur. I mean, Roots had just really captured everybody's imagination. Everybody expected this to come to win until Monica swept in and, you know, did her little changeling thing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, rightly so. I think it was the right song to go to you Absolutely. On, yeah. on reflection. But um, I, I was gutted for Ruta. And so this was the easiest selection for me this year. This, this was my choice, 100%. Yeah. I hope we do get to see her back at Eurovision. Now, you can get in touch. How can they get in touch, Matt? Oh, well, through our socials, Twitter, at Second Cherry, Instagram, second underscore cherry, Facebook, the Second Cherry Podcast, or email us at... Hello! At secondcherry.vision. That's... Hello! At... Secondcherry.vision. Not dot com, dot vision. There we are, then. There's our Lithuania in the bag, Ruta. Nice little... uh, addition to our growing song list yes four selected so far tune in next week to see who we select we'll see you we then. don't even know ourselves we, yet we don't do we no we better decide
Yeah. Off air. Not you're not gonna find out, guys. <laughs> Until we're ready for the episode. <laughs> Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye.